I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly, but that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Bitchettes, welcome back to the bar. This is your queen mother bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Are you going to be the princess bitch if I'm the queen bitch? Yeah, I don't want to be queen. Yeah, I'm queen bitch. I, I watched the show Queen and... What's... Or Crown, and I don't know. I don't want to be the queen. Wait, we have to talk about this on the after party. Are you watching the new season? Uh-huh, I saw it. Well, you saw all of it so far? Yeah. I haven't. Oh, okay. We'll talk about it on the after party. I need to know more. Okay. All right. Okay. Before we get into anything, let's start off by thanking our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and joined our Patreon channel where you get exclusive access to video content and after party, after party video content. And then you also get access to uh, never before shared footage or photos if you are at the diamond level. So these are people who went over and subscribed to our channel. And we'd like to thank Camilla, Hannah, Kelly, Karen, Mickey, Robin, Teresa, Aaron, Devin, Kel, Famous, Sarah, Sorry, Mara, Bailey, Tudor, Teddy, Hannah, Sarah, Rachel, Alexis, Moses, Lola, Corey, Jen, Tamara, Meg, Deleted, Jess, Barkus, Allison, Kayla, Tiana, Paige, Georgia, It's Asiana, uh, Greenlee, Allison, Skylar, Michaela, Sarah, Iona, Camille, Leah, Kayla, Jules, Kia, Meredith, hang in there, I'm coming with the next round, Shelby, 480, Stephanie, Lizzie, Kiara, Hannah, Lucy, Michelle, Taylor, Carmel, Hannah, Matthew, Brianna, Carson, Ella, Tammy, Nicola, Blake, Isabella, Savannah, Lisa, Samantha, Olivia, Nicolette, Micah, Michaela, Anne-Marie, Beth, Megan, Jenna, Angie, Sherlyn, Simon, John, Katie, Juliet, Elizabeth, Jack, Sarah, Shannon, Layla, Nora, Han, Olivia, Lauren, Bexter, Lauren, Chloe, Sophie, Emma, Sophia, Camilla, and Leah, Grace, Casey, Lola, Natasha, Jay, Amy, Caroline, Brantley, Claire, Lily, Madison, Sanaya, Mick, Sonia, Sophie, Jenna, Tori, Maddie, Cassidy, Catherine, Taylor, Caroline, Lexi, Tasha, Bailey, Emily, Eleanor, Jade, Shiloh, Reagan, Kendra, Sarah, Kaylee, Beck, Peyton, Jennifer, Wendy T, Natalie, Nina, Brianna, Hannah, Hannah, Mackenzie, Kaya, Isabella, Jenny, and Jessica. Thank you guys. When you were doing that, somebody was texting me and I text, I was texting back, sorry, I, I can't talk, I'm filming or whatever. And you called somebody and their name was sorry. It was literally as I was texting sorry, you said that sorry. Oh, uh, well, I'm in your brain. Yeah, that was weird. That is weird. 
All right. Well, all of you who are listening, if you did not hear the announcement last week, today is the last day to get your orders in for your official Back to the Bar merchandise to guarantee holiday delivery. We're going to link it in the show description, like the show notes, um, but also you can find it on our Instagrams. But I'm so excited about finally having merch. I never, I know. I never thought we'd get it together. I can't wait to wear my little sweatshirt. I, it's so cute. I think this stuff is so cute. We're going to have to coordinate one day so we can wear it and then there were two. Yes. You know what's so funny about that is the day that we said that, I can remember sitting there so vividly saying it. I know. It didn't even register what we were saying. You know what's so hard for me, though? Like, you know how people do that on TikTok? And they're like, somebody says, you know, and then whatever. I See, I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Now, like, that is like our famous line. And I have no, I, I like, my kids are like, do this with me, mom. And they want me to, like, reenact it. I cannot do it. Because we're not actresses, Kelly. We just say funny shit when it comes to us. But everybody else in the world can do it. I'm the one that said it, and I can't do it. <laughs> there's something wrong with me I don't think there's something wrong with you I just think that I don't know I just think that um you're just not a TikTok girl I know Uh, you know I'm just not an anything girl that's not true you're a drinker girl yeah you're a drinker girl I'm not even good at that much anymore no no well what you drinking today I am drinking sangria but it's like a bottle of sangria I didn't make it Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. In New Orleans, there is a bar. It's actually called the Vampire Cafe. And they sell sangria uh, that is served in a blood bag. Ew. Lots I of don't know that I would like that. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, you have to, it's kind of convenient because it like comes with its own little suction. You like walk yeah. around. It's sort of like drinking, remember High Seas? Yeah. It's kind of like Capri that. Suns. That's it. That's what the it Capri was. Sun, a Capri Sun, yeah. not a high C. A Capri Sun. Yes. Remember you used to I actually it? have one of those in my refrigerator for some reason. I just saw it the other day. I was cleaning my refrigerator out. I don't know why I had that. In because there. you kept it from when your kids were little because you don't throw no. shit away. <laughs> no. Like I was at on the boat or something one day and somebody brought it. And I was like. I'll take this. I, I mean, it was it was like a 25-year-old drinking Capri Sun. <laughs> I mean, don't they make them an alcohol version now? I thought they oh, did. Oh, I don't know. This this is an alcohol. It was just. Oh. I mean, they're convenient. Do you want to know what I'm drinking? What? Water. Water. You know why? Because you have a headache. Yeah, you know why. But I tell everybody, I spent the morning in the emergency room with a migraine. I've had a migraine for three days. And finally, this morning, I woke up and I'm like, it's not going away. I need to go to the emergency room to get a migraine cocktail. Have you ever had the migraine cocktail? Brooke used to get them. Yeah. Well, did she get the one that, um, like the cocktail that they put the Benadryl in? I have no idea. It was so long ago. It was, she got those when she went for um, Miss Dance of America. Okay. For when we went to San Antonio, that was her first migraine. That's why she couldn't win. She had to skip. A class. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, she had to skip a class. I so forgot she about that. Get points for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sucked. Well, the migraine cocktail. They basically put you on an IV, and then they—it's like three different medicines that they put in the IV that like all simultaneously work together to help get rid of the headache. And one of them is straight Benadryl, like 
in your vein. It, the, as they are pushing it into your vein, it w- the best way I can describe it is it felt like I was like falling down a well. It was like everything was getting like yeah. real funny and everybody sounded further away. So you really felt like on drugs. I still feel very druggy if we weren't recording right now. Like my brain is having a hard time connecting senses. <laughs> Mine has a hard time doing that every day yeah. without a Benadryl yeah. shot right into my bloodstream. <laughs> well, if we weren't recording right now, I would definitely be taking a nap on that pink couch behind me because oh, I'm just a little go. off. Um, and the worst part is after an hour and a half on it, my headache isn't even completely gone. So they gave me a Tylenol chaser, like liquid Tylenol for 15 minutes. And I was like, I'm good. I got to, I had to go. I didn't want to lay in a hospital room anymore. You, you know what they say helps with those is if you eat a banana and a Coke at the same time. Hmm. I don't know why, but people used to tell Brooke that all the time. I don't know if it really worked, but that's what people used to tell her. Well, I know that like in all of the migraine meds, there's caffeine. So Coke makes sense. I don't know about the banana, maybe the potassium. Yeah. I don't know. But people used to tell her that all the time. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't, maybe I'll try it. Well, yeah, anyway, it's worth a try. yeah, anything's worth a try at this what point. What could it hurt? Yeah, it's a banana and a Coke, dear God. Yeah. You know? So you guys, everybody loved Jill on last week's Yay. episode. And we did ask her to come back. But honestly, we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. And I know she has a house full of company. Busy, yeah. yeah. So she couldn't jump I'm in. I'm too but... busy too, but I couldn't bail out. because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to be here, but I've been cooking all day. Does your house smell good? Yeah. You know how it, I, I like the smell of, I'm doing the stuff for my stuffing, like the celery and onions and, onion, and stuff. Yeah. And it smells so good, but I can't stand the way your clothes smell after it. Oh, yeah. No, it's Ew. terrible. Yeah. But it, my house does smell good. Do you remember in, it was in the Miracle Mile, there was a store back when we were teenagers, Kenny Rogers Roasters. Yes. I used to work there in high school. Ah! Oh my God, Kelly, I smelled like roasted chicken, like in my pores. It would seep out of my pores. It was terrible. Yuck. It was awful. You were just all kinds of places. Hooters, Kenny Rogers chicken. Chicken. I worked at Sparrow in the mall. I had all kinds of jobs. I worked at Hackensure. I've never worked at a place like that. Like food, with food. I've never worked with food. Well, I wouldn't recommend it. It wasn't my favorite. I don't think I'd go back, but I think everyone should have to work in food service or some sort of service at some point. So they know about tipping. Yeah, tipping and also not to be mean to people. Yeah. People are just doing their best. Yeah. Yeah, but tipping, although I do have a problem now that you like go to check out and they're like, you self-checked out, but would you like to tip the guy in the back who like stocked the shelves? (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And now they don't even put on there, like it used to be like 18%, 22%, mm-hmm. whatever. Now it's like down here, they start at like 25%. Yeah. And, and go up. I'm like, who? Right. I mean, I tip I tip good, but still most people do yeah. 20%. I would think. Ugh. I, it's just, I don't mind tipping. I really don't. I, I and don't I either. tip well. I just cannot stand that everywhere you go, everybody needs tip. Now I'm like. You're getting paid. Are you supposed to tip whenever you pick up a to-go order? You know, I don't know. I do because the way I look at it is 
if a server is putting it together, usually it's a hostess. And like, from what I understand, a hostess is paid like a better wage. Where a yeah. server, your tips offset the the terrible wage that you're paid. So yeah. I never know who's preparing the order. So I always just tip in case it's I a server. I always just give something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't usually give as much as I would if I was sitting down eating. But I, I agree. do give something. But I, I don't know how that works. If that's proper to give one. Because some people say, no, they didn't serve you. So you don't have to tip them. I'm like, oh, I always feel bad. Yeah. And I don't know if there is like proper etiquette for any of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't either. It's yeah. just kind of like, well, I don't know. Anyway, so this is a etiquette class with Christy and Kelly. We don't know the answers, so don't listen to us. And uh, now we get to finish recapping the Rosa Parks episode. I have to say, this episode is pretty iconic. I mean, it really is. It is so long. It's so long, but do we... What, how, much, how long was it on the TV? Two and a half hours? No, it was an hour and a half. It was really long. I do have That's something to say. That's a long episode. That is. I have to say... 12 years later, Jill still leans into the fact that it was okay has to be Rosa Parks. <laughs> yeah, she's an asshole. Yeah, gotta love her. You gotta love her. Like, she's just like, why not, Jill? Oh. oh if somebody else was getting the part, why not be Kendall? Oh, God. Or little Kendall hysterical and that gagging dog in the background the whole time oh my god it was disgusting and then i did the other podcast with her like two days later and it was doing it again so i i said to her i'm like jill is your dog having a hairball again she's she explained to me it's not a hairball it's little dogs their tracheas get like weird okay, i'm like jill it sounds like a freaking hairball to me yeah exactly Somebody wanted us to clarify if Jill's dog's name was Dolce, as in Dolce and Gabbana. Yes, all of Jill's pets yeah. are named designer names. Yes. Lulu, like Lululemon, you have Dolce. Her little guinea pigs, one used to be, oh, what were they? They had designer names too. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, I was going to say Gucci, but that Melissa had a dog named Gucci. No, I think, oh yeah, she did have a Gucci. She had a little, yeah. Gucci. Yeah, no, all of Jill's pets are designer. I can't remember all of them, but they are definitely all designer. She went her designer names. Oh, yes, yes. I'm surprised we haven't had a Chanel or a Dior. Yeah. Well, Kira's baby's middle name is Dior. She wanted to name her Dior, but her name is Kalea Dior. Oh, uh, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, but she wanted to name her Dior, like as a first name. And Kalani was like, absolutely not. <laughs> she's like, do not. Kalani laid down the rules. Yeah, she's like, do not do that. Oh, God. Anyway, so, oh, my. Let's get back into the episode and uh, let's find out how Rosa Parks goes. Oh, yeah. It goes great. Well, we need, you're not even drinking. I'm drinking water. Well, that's boring. I'm supposed to start out with a drink because Abby's wearing fur and a white headband and some crazy ass glasses. Oh, oh, I know those glasses. I'll just toast. Yeah. I can't okay. drink. I'll die. That could be a good thing. Mark might be happy. <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> Clara would be the only sad one. Claire, Actually, Clara probably wouldn't even be all that sad. I just give her credit. She probably would be like, eh. I would probably be the only sad one because I'd have to do this alone. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, at least I know I'm good for something, huh? I'm a good podcast yeah. uh, partner. All right, so let's start. 
So we start off and we're in the parking lot with all the potholes, trying to get on the bus. And Abby tells the girls, now listen, girls, please stop. Take the earplugs out. Pay attention. We're going to Ohio and you know what that means. And she takes off her glasses and says, I don't want to lose to Kathy. I thought she did. Yeah. Like we all wanted to lose to Kathy. Uh, in an interview, she says she never wants to lose to Kathy again. I've tried really hard to create better team unity, and this team needs to lead us to victory. What did Abby do to create team unity? Can somebody tell me quickly? Yeah, because if you ask me, she's usually trying to like... Yeah, make us fight against each other. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Or she's pitting the girls against one another. Like, she doesn't yeah, like it if you mean. win. She doesn't, che- she doesn't cheer you on. She's jealous of you. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, so the bus leaves, and Holly asks Nia if she wants to do her little presentation that she had made the night before. Now, she said, only Holly would do this. Yeah, it's another kiss-ass move. These these people all kiss-ass, but me and you. (laughs) Yeah, we're like, fuck you. I would be like, fuck you, I'm not doing no presentation. My daughter's going to sleep. Yeah, exactly. But Holly says Nia stayed up all night making a poster of Rosa Parks. She says this is not any role. This role is about women who change history for Holly and many others. And Abby says she's very proud of Nia that she's taking the role very seriously because if we're going to win, you have to want it. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that before. So then we're sitting on the bus and Jill comes up to Abby and says she has a gift for her. I'm dead. Like, are you kidding me? She always has a gift. Um, So she gives her this necklace. And Jill says, you know, she thought of her when she saw it. And Abby's like, I know you you wanted Kendall to be Rosa Parks. (laughs) I know you wanted me to break the stereotypes and go for it. And Jill says, um, she just wants Kendall to have opportunities. And you're giving them to her. So that's all she wanted. Mm, Okay. She didn't really want her to be Rosa Parks. No. And Holly okay. is just like, this is ridiculous. It's actually hysterical because <laughs> a couple of episodes, Holly and Jill, I didn't realize them having a little bit of beef between them. But now, like, since the duet and now this, it's kind of hysterical that they have a little bit of animosity. But Holly is like, this woman is ridiculous. She's trying to bribe <laughs> Abby with gifts. She'll do whatever it takes to get her daughter ahead. I, we've been saying that for what about her and somebody else for two years now. Melissa, whatever it t- takes yeah. to get their daughter ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Holly's just catching on. I love that. Don't you? I'm like, hi, we've been saying this and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We've oh, okay. I see years. what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Everybody should just listen to us because we know what we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. It might take 12 years for it to come out, but we, it comes yes! out. Yes. Yes. Every freaking thing that we've said has come to be true and everyone's like oh no they're just jealous no we're not we were we were right yes yeah so anyway so here we are we show up in cincinnati ohio at powerhouse dance competition and we see kathy and her team at the check-in table checking in kathy's wearing fur but so have a sip of your water my love thank you (laughs) kathy looks like cruella Deville in this outfit well, I think it's hysterical when Abby steps off the bus. Abby's in, or Christy, Kathy is inside and says, I feel the earth move under my feet. That is funny. But you know what else is funny? 
Abby steps off that bus like a diva with the, the boots and the fur and the glasses. And did you notice what she was holding? No. Grocery bags. Like plastic grocery bags. Stuffed like a bag full of lady. Things. Like a bag lady. She had 87 bags. Like, like blue giant eagle grocery bags. I wonder what she had in those. I think our costumes. Because I know earlier or later on she's in the dressing room with her Prada purse. She makes sure like. Oh, yes. The Prada. It was very obvious that she was showing us. Kelly, wait. I saw that too. And I thought the same thing. I, was, I like, was like, oh my God. Like, why don't you put like a neon sign on it? With but the, I've been carrying a Prada, Prada purse. Pr- I'm dead that you said that because I literally rolled my eyes and I was like, she was like. Yeah. Like, let me turn it around so you could see the logo. <laughs> Perfect. I was dead. <laughs> So we walk in and um, Kathy's sitting there. She's reminding her team that, you know, they can be cocky this week because they won the last time they danced against us. And then Kathy like says to Paige to move. And then she touches Abby's arm. And Abby's like, don't touch me. (laughs) I thought it was weird. Well, I guess because I kind of didn't really realize this. But I guess it was because last time you guys saw her, that's that was when we threw the water on and stuff. Yeah. So I'm assuming, and I don't know, I'm speaking for Kathy, but I'm assuming the producers probably said to her, "Touch Abby." Oh, because they wanted Abby's reaction like that. Right. I'm assuming because otherwise, why would Kathy go up and touch Abby? Right. Kind of weird. Right. But Kathy calls her bodyguards, and she says, "You know, she had to hire them after the last time she was assaulted." I was not there. But Abby threw the water in her first. Exactly. Yeah. But everybody made it Just out. Just like that in my fight when she got up and came after me first. Remember, I can't wait to talk about that fight when she said, my hands are behind my back. Because nobody yeah. knows she said that. Yeah. I do. Abby says, Kathy needs a, a I love this. This is going to have to be one of my favorite lines. Abby says in her interview, Kathy needs a bodyguard. Like, I need another psycho mom on my, my dance studio. What a bitch. All I have to say is like attracts like. Yeah. But Abby thinks she needs a bodyguard because the last time they saw each other, Kathy hit Abby. Don't you love how Abby became the victim? Yes. When she started it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they show a throwback of, you know, Kathy or Abby throwing the water on Kathy and then Kathy smacking her with her purse. So Kathy's like, I want to thank you guys for being beside me because... You never know when water's going to fly out of somebody's hands or a fist. That She's comes later, that to Her bodyguards, yeah. So we go to the ALD dressing room, and the moms and the girls are in there, and Jill asks us about Kathy having bodyguards. And you're like, you have the look like, what the fuck? And I'm like, just thinking it's pretty funny. And I'm wearing a Christmas elf dress. I did not pay attention very close to the clothes today. Oh, it was terrible. It was like just this gray dress. It almost looked like it was made out of felt. I don't think it was, but it looked like it was made out of felt. Oh, I think I do remember that. And then it had like those little ballies, like it had a tie on it and with like fur balls at the bottom. It it was terrible. Yeah. Well, right there, the fur balls on the ends of the strings is a Christmas dress. But why would you buy that? Even Christmas time, don't buy that Christmas. That's not made for me. For future use. Do not buy those. I would sooner die than buy that. Put them with your uh, disco ball shirts. Okay. I won't ever wear that again. (laughs) All right. So we're in the dressing room and Jill, you know, points out that Kathy's the one who tends to assault people and try to hit them. Uh, uh, uh. And they show another flashback of Kathy throwing the water on Jill. And, you know, she's like trying to empty her water bottle on her. 
So then you're like, Kathy makes herself feel good by walking around with Renikops. That's the only way Kathy can get a man to hang out with her is either by bribing them to be on her team or paying them to be her bodyguard. I mean, I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you say in your interview that Kathy needs bodyguards. You're like, she's the one who accosts us all the time. Yeah. Kathy has hit you twice, thrown water on you, thrown water on Abby, beat Abby with the purse, tried to beat Jill with a purse, and threw water on her. I think if anything, we need the bodyguard. She needs a sponge. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And you weren't even there for that. I wa- uh, no, but I, she I had- thought that was weird that they made you say that. Well. Because obviously that was a thing after it happened and you weren't there. So it seemed weird to me. I know, but uh, she had thrown water on me at season two nationals outside. I know, but like for me, I, I think it would have been like if I would have said, oh, she threw it on Christy in season yes. two. Now she threw it on Abby and Jill. Yes. Just because for two of those instances, you weren't there to see it or to right. witness it. So I thought that was weird. But then we go to the dressing room. We go to Abby coming into the dressing room. And Holly is still in her coat for some reason. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I mean, we're all, like, getting ready. Like, we would have took her coat off already. But Holly still has her coat on. And Abby looks at her and is like, Holly, what do you have on? And Holly's like, clothing. (laughs) She's like, let me see. And you're like, "Um, is this an Abby authorized outfit? And Abby's like, no, you could do better, Holly. I'm trying to pizzazz you. And you're like, oh, Lord. Holly's like, pizzazz? Yeah, pizzazz. Yeah. Oh, this is what she puts. This is the garbage bags full of clothes. That's what I was just going to say. She was carrying Holly's clothes. Yeah. She put Holly's new outfit in a giant grocery bag. bag. Yep. God. So she hands Holly these bags of clothes and tells her to go into the dressing room where the kids change their costumes and put them on. And Holly's like... Just like the girls, she's trying on a costume for Abby. So, so we're all excited to watch her come out. And Abby says that, you know, the outfit makes a statement in the same way that Rosa Parks would. She's like, Rosa Parks wasn't meek and little. You go, when she comes out, you go, you're beautiful. <laughs> well, what was I supposed to say? I don't know. But did we notice how much gold jewelry Abby was wearing? And Abby didn't wear gold. But you know why she had gold on? Why? Because when she stepped out of the bus, she must have gotten like a bonus or something because she had that Prada bag. And remember those, I think they may have been Prada boots that had that gold plate around the heel. Well, they focused on that when she stepped out of the bus. They gave you a shot of the bottom of her shoe and it was Uh. gold. So Abby, you said this months and months ago, she did not wear gold jewelry. Well, apparently... She had to up the gold because she had to match had the gold, gold on, the boots. on the boots. I love that they got a shot of the heel of the boot walking off the car. She must have been like, okay, I want this shown. Well, yeah. And, and that's probably why they had Kathy do the boom, like the earth moving. Uh-huh. They showed her foot coming down. Uh-huh. And I guarantee you, Abby said, show my boots. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So Abby says she gave me the part of Rosa Parks. Um, she's a star, and now Holly looks like a leading lady, too. Did you like Holly's outfit that Abby did? wasn't my favorite. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite I, either. I thought it was a bit much. It was It was like, was that leopard or zebra? Or what was I that? think it was kind of zebra adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. it was. I just thought it was like, it felt 
old ladyish to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it didn't too it, old for Holly. Yes. I think Holly like maybe something like, Mrs. Miller would wear, Abby's mom. Yes. Yeah, it looked like that. But I did think that Holly's like hair and makeup looked like it was upped today. Yes. Like I wonder if because normally for competitions nobody did our makeup. Mm-mm. We did them. They usually only do our makeup for interview. I wonder if somebody did Holly's makeup today because she was supposed to be glammed up. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. That could have been the case. Yeah. But um, Abby calls Mackenzie over and tells everybody about her special role that she has. Yeah. Nobody else gets cute moments like this. I know. And do you know what the whole part of this was? Because Melissa wanted her to be a YouTube star. Exactly. They, They were pushing her YouTube. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So Abby says that Mackenzie is the official makeup artist of the AODC and she's going to do all the girls' makeups and the moms have no say in the matter. And then she says that, you know, Kendall is going to be the first one to get her makeup done. I love this. Yeah, but she said earlier, Mackenzie, Maddie was going to be the first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but now she says that Kendall's going to be the first one and Jill's like, she wants to see Mackenzie's work first. I thought that was Abby's hysterical. Like, yeah, because Jill is very picky about her makeup. I mean, we all know that. We, but, but Abby insists, you know, that Mackenzie is doing it. Right. And I start laughing and I'm like, usually Maddie's doing Mackenzie's makeup. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Maddie always did Mackenzie's makeup because yep. Melissa doesn't do makeup. Nope. So it was like, remember I used to teach Maddie makeup things. She used to love to like watch people do makeup. And oh, stuff. my God. She would sit on the bus because sometimes I would be doing my makeup on the bus and I can do my eyeliner, like, without even looking at this point. And she would be like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just put it on, you know? She, yeah. But she's, she was very enthralled by makeup. Yeah, she was. Yepers. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. God, where am I at? Um, Mackenzie... You know, or Abby tells Mackenzie that to make sure that she helps Kendall with her facial expressions, like that the make that her makeup helps her with the makeup expressions. Which okay, like okay, let me paint a clown face on so she's like smiling for the whole dance. <laughs> like whatever, Abby. That's a stretch, huh? Yeah, but Jill says she does not think that Mackenzie is qualified to do makeup on six girls right before the competition. Uh, no, she does. She is absolutely right. But I think it's funny how Jill, Jill's sitting there like hovering over Mackenzie oh, while she's doing it. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, just a little over here. I do have to say, I really wish Jill was still here because she has on what could be, in fact, the most aggressive floor belt. Lee belt I've ever seen in my life. I was, you know, I have that wrote down as my worst thing for outfit. I'd like to know if that's available to me to, for me to wear to Mardi Gras. Cause that's about yeah. the only place that that belt exactly. should see and it's the light stoned. of day. Oh, I think it's, it's stoned. Yes. It's all right. It's white, like crocodile yeah. with like three giant Florida leaf rhinestones. And, and then the jacket she has on with it. Was it like plaid or something? Yes. Yes. Yeah. She goes all out. She's wild. She really <laughs> is. She's so wild. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. But, you know, Jill's over there. Like, well, first of all, when Kenzie's putting the makeup on, she has her, you know, Chanel blush and she's telling her, you know. Tell oh, her I Kenzie, didn't realize watch, that. Watch because it's dark. The color's dark. <laughs> and then she's wiping something off and Abby's yelling at her because she thinks she's wiping off the makeup that Mackenzie did. And Jill's like, you know, it's just lipstick that got here. I'm dead. Jill's like, oh, she did a good job. Mackenzie did great. And Abby looks at Mackenzie and whispers, she's lying. I, what? Like, shut up. I, yes, why? Yeah. 
So then we have Maddie. She comes out of the changing area and you say she looks like Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. And Abby tells everybody to get ready to head towards stage. And Abby says to the girls, now it's time for the intimidation phase. Nose up, chin out, and confidence. Whatever. It's so funny that we're like terrible mothers and everything, but we like teach our children nice things and good sportsmanships. And she's like, make people cry. Make people cry. So then we're walking down the hallway and we, you know, pass Kathy's team and we're just, we don't say any, like Abby says nothing to Kathy and Abby just like hurries up and puts the girls into the auditorium. And Kathy says, you know, she's unhappy that Abby and the rest of the team, how they looked at them whenever we, we passed them. Wait, who's, oh. Kathy says she's unhappy with Abby and the rest of the team, the way that we passed them by or whatever. Right. Like we didn't t- say hi to them or whatever. We ignored them. Whatever. We ignored them. So then Kendall does her solo. Uh, it was called Look At Me Now. And it was a jazz solo. And Jill thinks that Kendall looked great. She said she was shining bright and she deserves that. I thought the editing on these dances was horrible. We saw a lot of dancing in all three, four, however many dances we saw this week, but they did so many close-ups of the kids, like dancing, like when they're turning and stuff, you, you couldn't even see what they were doing. You can't see the, the motion. Yeah. No, it was just like a face and it would like be gone and turn. I thought it was awful. I, I was yeah. really, really, really displeased with how terrible it was to watch these dances. Yeah. I thought it was awful. So Maddie's getting ready to perform next. And Melissa says that Maddie's under a lot of pressure right now since she hasn't gotten first place in the last few weeks. Uh, Maddie wants to please Abby. So this has to be a winner for her this week. Yeah. And Maddie does her solo. It's called Breaking Down Walls. It's a lyrical. And, you know, she does amazing. Abby and Melissa look at each other and they're all excited. And Abby says, Maddie has the makings of a star. Already she performs like a seasoned professional. Take that, Kathy. What she wanted to say was, and everybody else sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She forgot that part. But that's, we know that she means that. Yes. So next we have Jalen. He's going to do his solo. Kathy says that Jalen's solo is unlike any other routine at the competition. And Kathy hopes that he can make his costume changes because his routine is, oh, right. has potential to win. So he does his solo. It's called Working 9 to 5. It's a hip-hop number. And he starts out, he's wearing a police uniform. And when he ch- goes to change it on stage into his server costume, he's like gets confused or whatever and starts right. dancing out of sync. And then he doesn't have his handkerchief in his pocket. So it just kind of screws him up. He changes into his office worker costume and he finishes. And after he's done, he walks up off the stage and he's all upset. And he like throws his handkerchief and he's mm. just not happy. Yeah. So in the hallway, um, Gino's dad, Mickey, chases after Jalen. Jalen's just like, there's no way I'm going to win with this stupid performance. And Mickey just tries to tell him that he did everything perfectly. I thought that was nice of him. Yeah, yeah, it was. And Kathy says, you know, I'm sure that he's taking his slip up really hard. 
He needs to just move on because he's finishing. He finished strong. It's possible the judges didn't e- won't even notice because they didn't really know what he was supposed to. Oh, do. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they didn't know a handkerchief was supposed to come out of his pocket and stuff. Right. So. Yeah. Nice for your teacher to think positively about it. Yeah. I don't <laughs> even know? understand what this is. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. So then we go. We they show. Um, Jalen's dad in the dressing room and he's like trying to comfort Jalen and he assures him that the judges don't really know his routine. Yeah. So they don't know what the choreography, what choreography was left out. Right. And Jalen's crying. His dad gives him a hug. And then we go into our dressing room and we're all congratulating Kendall and Maddie on their solos and they give Abby a big hug. And Abby says the ALDC started out strong. Our solos were fabulous. Now she hopes that that momentum stays strong for Kelly and or what Kelly, Kelly Lily and Christie's duet. We're coming yeah. out in those outfits. Could you imagine? Oh my God, we would be oh. scary, scary, scary. Oh my God. So our girls put on their costume and they come out and Abby's, you know, like how fabulous they look. Yeah, and you go, God, I wish I could wear something like that. <laughs> yes, I still wish I could wear something like that. Well, you're skinny. You can. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't even want Paige to do the duet because I don't like how Abby presented it to her. I just want Paige to go out there and dance her best. Yeah. So they go and they perform their duet. It's Broadway Blondes and it's jazz, which I don't know. I'm thinking it's not Broadway Blondes. It's like... It was burlesque strippy. Yes. It was very strippy. Instead of jazz, it was like... Hooker. Yeah, well, I don't think we're allowed to say hooker. Oh, we're not? <laughs> I don't know. Are you allowed to say stripper? I don't know. What are you allowed to say? I don't know That's what we're allowed to say. I got from it. From the look and the, the music, it was just kind of like we'll just say very was, inappropriate for 10-year-olds. Let's, let's it say back. it was very pretty woman circa 1989 or 1990. Okay. They said hooker in that movie, so we're fine. Okay. And it's our kids. <laughs> yeah, I think you're yeah. allowed to call <laughs> your kid a hooker. <laughs> And we're totally Uh, leaving this in so everybody's gonna be like no listen just uh, let us be we don't know sorry if i'm offending anybody yeah it was not very appropriate dance no and it's about our kids so yeah so then i'm in interview and i'm like despite all the negativity of the duet chloe and Paige danced amazingly (laughs) now i will say have you been able to tone down any part of it like different costumes let's say I would have liked this number. Oh, yeah. I, I think if it was a different costume, it would have had a totally different effect. Yeah. Because I, I do like them in sassy, like, musical theater type whatever. Oh, my God. When they were four, they did Camille Collette and Fifi. I think they were five. Those were street workers. Yeah. But it was cute. It was cute. But I'm just saying, our girls have been portraying hookers since they were five. <laughs> Of it. <laughs> I'm gonna have a drink to that. Oh, God. oh my goodness. Oh gosh. So then Kathy, you know, Kathy's in the hallway, and Kathy's like, if I were Jill, I would get so tired of falling short of Maddie. I crack up that Kathy just goes for Jill. Yeah. Goes for her. And Jill's like, she tries to point out that Vivian doesn't even dance. Which, when Jill was on here, she I, she must not like Vivi either, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Yeah, 
I was kind of shocked at some of the things she was saying about Vivi. I don't know if she doesn't like her as much as she just doesn't know her. I don't know. I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate. But I used to say that I was a huge Vivi fan. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because she's fucking hilarious. How about her in the beginning of the episode? When I don't know if we, I don't remember if we mentioned it or not, but her doing that dance. Oh God, yes. When, whenever they do the clipping of her yes. opening of her studio, yes, I did go what back and watch that? it. It's but insane. That was hysterical. That <laughs> was pretty funny. I, if I were a producer, I'd put Vivi on camera as much as I possibly could. You yeah, never know what you're funny. gonna get. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty funny. But you know, so Jill says that mean thing about Vivi that she doesn't even dance, and Kathy's like, "I'm not talking about my kid. I'm talking about Kendall." And Jill's like, "Yeah, and that's rude." And she, Kathy's like, "And you're not rude, going around throwing water on people's heads." Uh, Jill's like, "You started it." I live for a Jill and Kathy fight. I really do. Yeah. So then you chime in, and you're like, "Maybe if we throw a stick, she'll leave." <laughs> I don't know where that came from. So Kathy and her bodyguards start walking away. And Kathy's like, excuse me, I'm not the one that fell down the ugly tree and got hit by every branch. <laughs> That's kind of funny, I have to say. Now, was she talking to you or was she talking to Jill? I'm sure she was talking to me because I said if I threw That's a- what I got from Yeah, it. I'm sure okay, she was. That's what I got. And Jill's like, look again, baby. And Kathy's like, oh, and Jill, the next time you say something about Vivi, it's going to be your last time. What, is she going to beat her ass? I don't know. Sounded like it. She was threatening. So then we're in our dressing room and Abby is giving the girls a pep talk before they go to stage. And Abby says, you know, Rosa Park changed history. Thank goodness. In 2013, we have no segregation anymore. But really? we do have winners and losers. Oh, God. <laughs> so I guess that se- segregates uh, the Highlands from yeah. the Zigglers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sit at the back of the bus. Yeah, I- I'm thinking that's what they're, they're saying. I'm going to be really honest. I sat at the back of the bus any chance I got. I was like, it, where's the last seat? I will sit in the very back because that one was the furthest away from Abby. Put uh-huh. me in the back. So then we go to the Candy Apples dressing room and Anthony is giving a pep talk and he says, you guys are amazing talents with amazing abilities. So let's go and shine. I got a quote from Alvin Ailey. There's nothing to prove, only to share. Bravo. Then they show us completely separated from Candy Apples as we're going down the hallway. Yeah. And Abby's telling the girls... What's she doing? She, I don't know. She's telling the girls one more time, but Nia's not there. Okay. Nia's um, running her dance in the dressing room with Holly, which I thought was pretty funny because Holly never, you and I used to do that. Holly never really did that. Like Holly and Melissa, I don't think ever really did that. Yes. But I'm assuming they just, that the producers told her to keep her behind. But Holly says she wants Nia to be present and in the moment and understand that there are people who made tremendous sacrifices so that Nia could have this opportunity to do this. And she wants Nia to know that she can aspire to do whatever she sets her mind to and leave her own legacy. So then the girls all hold hands and they walk out on the stage. And then we go to interview with Anthony and he says that he thinks the guys stand a great chance of winning because of their costumes and their performance. It's for boys. Competitions are for little girls. So come on, these boys are going to have these girls sw- screaming. I, I guess he means like like a boy band kind of thing. 
right? Is that what I he don't means? Know. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, but I I didn't think that sounded very nice to little girls. No, it didn't. No, I think that it's pretty clear he's not very nice. Oh no, I, no, he's not I know. My favorite person. No, not I know, but I'm person. just saying everything they show of him. I think he seems like very cocky. Right. Yeah. So candy apples do their dance. It's called candy apple style, and they considered it jazz, which I think that was a little mixture of all. I don't know if that was jazz, but I'm gonna tell you, nobody loved what was it, Gangnam Style? Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Nobody loved that song more than Jill Burtis. (laughs) She's hysterical. No one loved that song. She loved any song that came on. Man, she was always. But anything that had a choreographed number to it, like the wobble. If I had to do the wobble with her another time, I mean, she yeah. loved a number that she had choreography. I am shocked that she didn't have the entire Vertez family do a choreographed like routine at Riley's wedding. <laughs> I'm Were actually, you there. She might have. No, I wasn't there. May I? She might have. I I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But Kathy says that the boys nailed it. She knows that there's no routine that Abby can do that could beat it. Okay, there's some foreshadowing. Yeah. So then you're in an interview and say you're nervous because Kathy's boys did an amazing job. Everyone knows that at dance competitions, boys stand out and the crowd loves them and they're very entertaining. Um, The girls are a dime a dozen and you know our girls are better dancers, but is it enough to beat the boys? Yeah, because when you have a whole crowd standing up and screaming, like the judges hear that and they're like, that's fantastic, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then we go on stage to do Rosa Parks. It's contemporary. And towards the end of the routine. Oh, my God. I, me and Abby and I guess everybody else in the world noticed the Brooke just totally. She totally forgot what she was doing. But I have to say it really was only like the last two steps or something. It was just her walking backwards. It didn't look like it didn't belong. Because I remember exactly. during that. Because we all were going a different direction. And Brooke did a trick. Yeah. And then she just walked back to the seat. But I think she was supposed to do maybe like a chin stand or something on the bench. And she didn't. I don't know what it was, but I remember thinking, I know the number and I still didn't know that she did something wrong. But I I vividly remember you going, what the hell is Brooke doing? What the hell is Brooke doing? And I'm like, what's Brooke doing? But if you look at me in the audience, I was kind of like smirking, like laughing. I, I wonder if it was because... I don't know. I, I mean, it, the atmosphere was a little light that day. So maybe yeah. you were like, oh, she's not going to get killed. Because normally if anybody screws up, we want to vomit. Exactly. I thought Abby handled this very well. Yeah. Uh, other than what she says in her interview. She says in her yeah. interview, Brooke has been dancing longer than Maddie has been alive. Of course she had to compare her to Maddie. I know. When she was wandering around aimlessly on stage, I was thinking, how can she screw up a group like that? Brooke has never screwed up a I dance. Know. Ever. This really wasn't that bad. Obviously, we won first. But before Brooke's big mistake on stage, I thought we had this one in the bag. Now I'm not sure. I hope the judges didn't notice. I have to say, I do love this moment in Dance Moms with Brooke. Because it's so fucking funny. (laughs) It is so funny. When she's like, she just is like, uh... Like, she totally had no clue what she was... None. Yeah, and, and... She was just like, mom, like I had like a brain fart or something. She's like, I just didn't know where I was or what I was doing. Yeah. No, it's really funny, actually. Yeah. Okay. So then we go to the Junior junior Solo Awards and Jalen got sixth place. 
Kendall got second place and Maddie got first place. And all was well in Abby and Melissa's world again. Yes. And then our girls, our Broadway blondes, got first place. Now, I want to say something here. This, you talked about how, you know, our girls hadn't had a duet before when the whole secret super sneaky duet happened and the fight happened and everything. Not only did our girls have a duet before, but they won. And so Abby's excuse where I wanted to make sure I put in a winning duet is bullshit because they won and they would have won if Maddie and Kalani hadn't done that duet. Exactly. So, yeah. So I am in my interview and I say, I'm happy that Chloe and Paige won uh, because if they had lost, I would have never heard the end of it. Oh, yeah. And I think that Paige went out there and made Abby crow. Paige showed Abby that she could dance with Chloe. Meanwhile... Paige has been dancing with Chloe since yeah. she was two. They yeah. did duets and trios since, not duets, but trios yeah. with Josh. Chloe and Paige were doing trios before Maddie even came to our studio. Correct. Yeah. But, okay. So then, small group awards, the Candy Apples got second place and Rosa Park got first, even with Brooke screwing it up. <laughs> <sighs> But Holly says that she had no doubts about Abby's choreography, um, whether she's going to be able to portray Rosa Parks in the second. She had her doubts about Abby being able to portray the, you know, Rosa Parks right. in a two minute number, but she thought Abby did very good with that. We go into the dressing room and Jill says that Kathy wouldn't shut her trap all day. And now that we won, she's completely silent. Jill's like, Kathy, did a cat cut your tongue? Yeah, I love it. And then how rude am I? Oh, yeah. I was shocked at this. I don't ever remember you. You never, like, ever said anything to other people's kids, kids about or kids. anything. Yeah, yeah I, I was, never did. I was really surprised by this. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're a mean bitch or whatever. I just, this no, is very out of character for you. Yeah. But I would say in my interview, in an interview, like I said, they tell us basically what they want us to say in the interview. So in the interview, I say, I think the dance dads are worse than dance moms. And Jalen's dad has definitely proved it. You're encouraging Jill to go to the Candy Apples dressing room. And you say, last time we faced Kathy, there was a big fight and you missed it. And now you want to get the chance to go in and gloat. Yeah, and you I don't want all uh, the other moms to join you. Okay, I want to say something just so everybody knows as you're watching. I'm pretty sure that we had to go in the dressing room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I got nominated to lead that charge. Yeah. So I'm like, Melissa, are you going to say something? Oh, and then you say, All right, Melissa, well, we'll go in as long as you say something. And Jill's like, If we go in, we have to be a team and we have to stick up for one another. And Melissa's like, should I bring in another bottle of water? And Jill's like, no. And we just all laugh. <laughs> but so we go into the Candy Apples dressing room and Kathy's talking to the parents about the group placement. Kathy says, I'm, I'm happy that we got what we got. We were not going to walk away losers. We're going to walk away as number two. We're going to try harder again. I guess she never heard that. Second's the first to lose. Yeah. She didn't get that memo. No. So then we walk into her dressing room and Kathy's like, where's the bodyguards? And you're pointing out into the hallway and you're like, they're not working as well out there. 
very often. And Melissa says to Jill, their kids have makeup mirrors just like us, which I guess she was surprised that because we had them once with the lights. Maybe she thought Kathy's team didn't deserve them. Yeah, I I think that that's what it means. Yeah. Uh, But Kathy's like, wait a minute. Is this a mugshot lineup? Yeah, because we did walk in like really stupid. Yeah, yeah. So Melissa and I are like, you know, standing there and we're like making silly poses and stuff, pretending like we're having our mud shot taken. Meanwhile, little do we know in a couple, in another season, I get my mug shot, which I didn't get a mug shot. Did season. you just say I, I get my mug shot? I hate you. Yeah, but I didn't really get a mug shot. They made a pretend one. Yeah. They did because that was at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. Which, how did you get to the top for fighting? God, if you get to the top for fighting, I should have been at the top of the pyramid the whole time. Yeah. So Kathy says, oh, ladies, when you do your quarter turn, suck it in. Uh, Actually, I don't disagree with her. (laughs) Kathy's like, these moms are mistaken if they think they can come in and intimidate us. And I look at Jalen's dad and here's where I'm a bitch. And I'm like, your son did two minutes of the dance because obviously he can't do the dancing part of it. He can only do the hip hop, which it sounds very bitchy, but I do think that is true. Yeah. But- I needed to shut my mouth and not say that. That was very rude. Yeah, but I just don't know. And that's so odd of you. Like, I know you. And this is why that thing about uh, you upstairs saying somebody was ugly or whatever that Abby said that you said that yeah. Sandy heard, whatever. I've known you for a bazillion years. Like, that's just not your style. Like, this was yeah. very weird. Yeah. Oh, well. It's on national television, me, me doing it, even though it's not me. Not my personality. Yeah, it's all right. So then Rick insinuates, like, the girls have done nothing outside of the show. I think what he meant by that was Jalen had done something. Right, like like commercial, Kind of professionally or something like that. And our girls have not. Which was always kind of a funny thing when people would be like, well, what have your kids done besides Dance Moms? And we're like, well, nothing. Because all they do is film Dance Moms. Because it's a giant hit show. When else would we do something else? Right. And, and P.S., if you didn't think Dance Moms was a big deal, then why are you on why it? Why are you on it? Yeah. Exactly. Ex- yeah. Exactly. But Jill tells Rick to simmer down. I say, this guy's kid. Oh, I'm, I'm talking to, I think, what's the little kid's name? Um, Is it Gino? Gino. Yeah. I, I think I'm talking to Gino's dad. And I'm like, this guy's kid has more talent in his little finger than your little kid. Because he could do more styles of dance. Yours can only spin on his head. I don't know what I had against this little kid. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. So Kathy says, Kelly's throwing a lot of stones for someone whose daughter forgot the routine. My routine had no mistakes. Oh, Kelly, how soon we forget. Good for you, Kathy. Put me in my place. I know it, right? So we start to leave the dressing room and you tell Kathy that um, she should have spent her money on more lessons or on a facelift instead of improving her studio. I think what I said is a little. Yeah. Yeah. A facelift. Gave, gave her one of those. Yeah. I love that Abby didn't go in that in that room. You know what I mean? They just wanted us to look like the bitches. I know. But how'd she get out of that? I don't know. Because they wanted us to look like the bitches. Yeah. Abby probably had a hissy fit and said, I'm not going. Ugh, I'm going to tell you something sad in the next scene. When when you say, go ahead, start, and I'm going to interrupt you because there's something really sad that you have to go back and watch. Okay. So Abby walks into the dressing room and she's cheering. You know, all the girls run up and give her a hug. 
Jill's like, I feel like we should hug too. Well, when they're running in, Chloe's the one leading the pack to hug. And Abby kind of like pushes her away, turns and hugs everybody else and pushes her away. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It was really sad. I don't think she realized how much that affected the kids. Yeah. Really and truly. I don't. I think I, I don't think she understands that. Like that really. And it might seem so stupid to somebody else, but those oh, kids. I think she just, knows. But I mean, to other people like who weren't in our situation, like. Those kids just wanted her approval, love and approval. And when she did something like that and specifically did it on purpose was very hurtful. Oh, yeah. And, and you didn't forget it. No. You know, that stuck in your mind. Well, you want to hear something funny? Uh, I'll talk about it on the on the after show. I should talk it on the, about it on the podcast because obviously so many more people listen to it. But OK, I'm going to I'll say this part, but then. We we have to have a full discussion on the after party regarding Abby's TikTok where she photoshopped herself in the photo with the girls. We we have to oh we have God, to discuss this. We're gonna discuss it. We'll break it down. But what I want everyone to realize is this is how petty Abby is, which nobody's gonna catch on to this. But if you go and you look at the TikTok, she found a picture of the one group dance. That Chloe isn't in to post. Oh, really? Yeah. She posted season three nationals when um we got kicked out. And I know she did it on purpose. I know she did. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I know. I, we'll have to discuss that because yeah. I, I didn't understand the whole thing. I was kind of lost. We'll, we'll talk about it. But I just want every. I'm making a blanket statement. I'm putting it out there. Like, Abby posted that picture, the throwback picture of the, all of the girls. But she intentionally chose one that my daughter was not in. Huh. So in the dressing room, you look at Abby and you're like, I have one thing to say. Ding dong, the witch is dead. And Abby's like, um, think those are pallbearers out there, not bodyguards. Um, they're carrying their casket down the hallway. <laughs> How rude. Yeah. <laughs> Abby says she's, you know, happy that Kendall used her facial expressions during her dance. She said, you did it and look where you placed. And she says, Maddie finally climbed the uphill battle. Um, you knocked down the wall. She says that Maddie's dancing was brilliant and she deserved first place. Then she starts talking about the duet. And Paige looks at Abby and says, I told you we could do it. I love that. It's so <laughs> I cute. I thought that was so sweet. Uh-huh. I thought that was so sweet. Um, and Abby says, yes, you were pretty sassy up there. That's it. That's all she said. Hey, we're lucky we got that. I, yeah, I, I'm exactly. happy with that. Yeah. I'm I'm going with it. We're good. Then she Abby starts talking about the group routine and she says to Brooke, Brooke, were you just waiting at the bus stop for the bus? <laughs> She's like, I don't know what happened out there, but the bus was moving and the bus was happening and Brooke was just standing at the bus stop waiting for somebody to get on the bus. She was just like, I don't want to get on the bus. Yeah. Melissa's like, what did she do? And then you're like, nothing. That's the problem. And Brooke just starts laughing, which I, I'm so glad Brooke had a light heart about it. Yeah. Did you see the entire time we're having this conversation and the camera's on Brooke? Paige is ripping apart a fruit roll up and eating it. No. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Doesn't surprise it's me. It's really funny. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. But Abby gives Nia a big hug and tells her that Rosa Park would be proud of her. Holly thanks Abby for giving her the opportunity. And Abby says that um, Nia distracted the 
judges away from Brooke's mishap. Yeah. Abby's like, I'm patting myself on the back because I did an outstanding job with our costuming. I knew we were going, we were coming to Ohio and I knew Kathy was going to be here. And I just felt like I needed to pull out all the stops because I was never going to let her be, get the best of us again. I'm just not going to do it. So then in her interview, she, Abby's like, Kathy's mishmash applesauce is no match for a fully functioning ALDC. When we're on, we're unstoppable. Was that a compliment? You know, though, but I, I kind of thought that was funny because she's like fully functioning. But Kenzie wasn't in it. So were we really a full functioning oh, thing? Because yeah. Kenzie didn't mm. dance at all this week. Well, maybe she just means that like we had good costuming, good choreography. I, I, yeah, I get it. But I mean, we, I don't know. I just, yeah. kind of thought I don't know either. It was weird because Kenzie wasn't in it. I don't know. But Abby says that Kathy's crazy for spending so much money on flying the boys into Ohio to compete with the candy apples and on choreographers because money can't buy talent. Ugh. No. And you think you're mean. But Abby, like, remember this because Abby says this about flying boys in to compete with her and she does it the whole rest of this time of dance moms. Oh, yeah. Abby flies people in. And, and bad mouths her own students. Yes. So Abby says, moms, I want more positive energy. If you're going to badmouth me in your house, that wait for the kids to go to sleep. I'm dead. Yeah. All right. Well, we made it through another one. Well, next week or next week's episode, we have a very special guest. We do. Yes, we do. I, I'm hoping. Did, did she definitely commit? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Because she didn't to me. Yeah, she committed. Oh, okay. She comm- I sent her the Zoom. She's coming. Anybody guess yeah. who we're talking about? Who, who do you think's coming? Who's going to come on? Should we tell them? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. It's Paige. Paige. Paige is coming on. Yeah, she's committed. She goes, okay. it was so funny when I asked her. She goes, I'm going to need to go back and rewatch it. I don't remember what happened. I'm like, yes, Paige, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's fine. We don't remember either. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, she is funny. How many drinks did you need to get through this episode? I don't think I needed any. I didn't either. I, mean, I, I guess I could great. maybe say one because Brooke screwed up the group dance. But, mm. you know, I, I don't really want to have one because I thought that, I, and some people may think totally differently, like that Brooke made a joke out of her forgetting it. But in my eyes, I was glad that she took it lightly. And oh, my God, yes. Wasn't so yeah distraught about it like everybody else gets. Yes. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. No, for sure. I'm going to say none. I agree. I didn't need any drinks for this one. Um, Who had the worst outfit? I'm going to say Jill. That belt and that jacket. I am going to ask her if I can borrow that belt from Mardi Gras. I bet she has it. (laughs) She she said last week that she had all of her stuff. I am going to find out if she has that belt. All right. Did you have a felony or a misdemeanor? Oh, yeah. Me saying that about... I have a felony. Me saying that about that little boy not being able to do what everybody else could do. Yeah. I don't think I had any. Yeah, you were behaving this week. I was. What about favorite quote from the episode? I'm looking. I like when Paige said, I told you we could do it. That was what I had too. And then I also had, when I wrote about Abby saying to spend money on flying choreographers or flying boys into dance, because what a hypocrite. She does it from this point on of dance. Oh, 100%. What about favorite dance? 
I'm going to say the duet because it's not very often that we can say that, but I really did like Maddie's solo this week. Oh yeah. Maddie's solo was great. And I think I said to Jill, I'm pretty sure she competed that outside of it, outside of the show. Uh, That solo was great. The music's fantastic. And it was called Berlin. It was all about the Berlin Wall. Yeah. And I I mean, it had like every single dance step that... Maddie could do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was great. Like if we all could get choreography like that, it would be great. A hundred percent. I'll go with you with the duet just because that was such an important thing for those two. Yes. And it's very far and few between. And like I said, I'm making my correction for the... Reunion now. I did yeah. not remember this duet. I don't know how I could have forgot those costumes. Oh my god. My my little pea brain it forgot it. Well, the funniest part is that costume was only connected by that little string that's the bottoms to the top. So that little string was like you'd walk around like this, and this little string would hold the all that all the oh, ruffles the, the on the bottom. On. Yeah. <laughs> That was quite a costume. All right. Well, that is it for us on this episode. We're going to go over to the after party. We have uh, have to talk about the crown. We're also going to talk about the TikTok. And um, if you want more Christy and Kelly, make sure you check out the Patreon. That's uh, back to the bar or patreon.com slash back to the bar. And don't forget to order your merchandise today if you want it for Christmas. All right, you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell. <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just wanna dance, dance, dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com